I got the fucking receipts. <laughs> I'm glad you said that instead of U571 starring John Bon Jovi. You got a squirrel problem? Get you some fucking snakes. Because he has zero percent body fat, he's got, and he's, that drives you crazy. He, Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle podcast. We haven't heard from you guys. We haven't spoken to you guys in a while. Uh, in case you're new to the show, my name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much. For joining us, episode 215 of the program. Hold on. I gotta do something. I gotta get something here on the board. Oh. Um, heat wave. I'm coming to you from Southern California. Here, I'll make an Insta story. Oh, but let me play the Insta story song because I'm gonna make I'm gonna make an Insta story for all of you that are following me on at Brian Beckner on Instagram. You know what? I feel like I would have more followers if I had a witty name my whole thing was like i'll just use my fucking government name like so i'll put my name on it unlike pussies that give us a one-star review on itunes i'll put my fucking name on it my name's brian beckner put that on there that's how a lot of you google me and tell me my address and shit but that's not the point the point is i feel like people with witty handles get more followers on Instagram and or Twitter and or social media. Also, like, people who are just, like, I don't know how they do it. Here's the, here's the song. It's by our own rights of Bill. I could have a shower right before bed Or maybe take an Uber and get some loaded On my Insta story Don't be boring on my Instagram I know he gives us a lot of sass. I know he gives us a lot of sass on Twitter. Joining me as always, it's at Daily Ed. What's up? Ed? <laughs> right to Bill. I know Come, he gives us a right lot of Right to Bill coming he's, through. He's very sassy on Twitter, and I don't always understand the references in his replies to me, I'll be honest. Um, but the and he takes a lot of digs at me being pale yes. when Pasty, which, I say which that. You, so it's like, yeah, you I, wear I own that it as fully. a badge. Yeah. You're you're yeah, a guy. I'm not, I'm you not hate like, the sun. He's trying to shame me for something that I have no problem with. I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's not the best look, but that's that's what I am. It's like you're making fun of skin color right now. A hundred percent. But what I will say is the dude can fucking nail the fuck out of a parody song. I don't oh, think he's yeah, made a bad he, one. He didn't pick he didn't pick some shitty Aerosmith era. He picked when like Aerosmith was really good. Yeah. Yes. He just, he has a good, he gets good, well-known tracks. That's important. Mm-hmm. So people, you like, you get the beat, you know the song right away. And he changes the lyrics. You basically need to change the lyrics like almost all the way to make it interesting. So you really have to listen. And he does that. And they're clever. They're good. They're much, I prefer them to his Twitter sass greatly. Okay, I'm going to make an Insta story right now. <laughs> Because since I played the song, I played the intro. 
Here's me. I'm here. We are. We're recording. We're live recording episode 215. My eyes very close together. My forehead very big, and also it's very hot here. And so I'm I'm going topless. Okay. Now this this is real fun stuff. This is great. Yeah. No, it's good. Okay, I'm going to save it because I like I like to put some words. Uh, if you knew, if you had ever watched one of my Insta stories, mm. you would know that I like to put a lot of text on top and draw a little stuff, and it's it's good. It's funny. No, um, it seems it seems like a lot of fun. No, I just I don't I can't get that app to work. I think something like that. No, you have the app. I see you did an Instagram. You were on vacation. And yeah. I saw you gramming away. So you have the app. You just got to look up at the top, those little circles at the top. Oh, no, I, I don't look at that stuff. I know. You've no. never looked. No. You've never looked. Someday you're going to look. And I don't look at every single one to see who's <laughs> looked. But if people tell me, they're like, oh, I don't look. You're not like, going to. I'll look. Gonna, I haven't even I felt tempted. Like, <laughs> I know. It sucks. It's just noise up top. I don't even look at it. I fucking 100%. If you ever do, I 100% am going to take a screenshot of it. <laughs> And then I'm gonna, I'm then I'm gonna put it in an Insta story. <laughs> that is one, that's 100 percent gonna happen. So if that ever happens, you're just no. And people have been caught before. Just no. I got the fucking receipts. <laughs> I keep the receipts on that shit. So spring uh, break, yeah? I had to yeah, go. I, yeah, I had to go. It. I stayed at my sister's for a few days, and then drove around. Went to Sexy Rexy's hood. Yeah, Albuquerque. Uh, yeah. Um. But um, my brother-in-law knows I am a fan of rap music. Well, you know that one um, <laughs> Wu-Tang song. Stop it. Um, so he said, uh, she lives in Boulder, and he's like, hey, Ghostface and Jizz are playing, like, in, you know, the main drag in, in, uh, in Boulder. Do you want to go? And, uh... I did. I mean, you know, yeah. whatever. Why not? I went. It was a little tiny venue. It was cool. That's uh, bitching. Although the audio was terrible, but who cares? Um, yeah. Distorted. But it was the most jarring sight of my life because go to a Wu-Tang show or members of the Wu-Tang Clan, you, the, I've been to a few, and you expect a certain crowd. Oh, not not in Boulder. It's but a lot of Bold, it's a lot of dudes still, in Patagonia fleece. I know, but it was it was the most jarring sight. Like I don't think yeah. I've ever seen such a jarring sight. Like it, it seriously was all white guys and three black guys. Yeah, one was ghost well, faced. One was ghost faced. <laughs> one was Jizza, and the other was my brother in law. That's it. Those are the only black people in the entire fucking place. Did your did your brother in law have to wait for another black guy to leave before he could come in? So he he didn't over <laughs> he did like like Ghostface would have to leave the stage and then they're like okay c- come on in the showroom because that they didn't want to over allot their their allotment of black people in the, in Boulder. <laughs> it was just weird. I mean, you know, the one thing is Colorado has become that SNL sketch with Rob Schneider where they're like you put your weed in it like. I've been to California, yeah, and I feel I like, yeah, there's plenty of weed in California, but maybe it was just kind of, it's just part of the lifestyle more. This is like everything you go, like I went, what, my first night, I was in Denver, the first, the, the first morning, 
I walk out with my kids to get like breakfast of some kind. I see like, oh, it's the donut place. It's the donut dispensary, and they've like oh, yeah. you know infused all the donuts. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this place? I like know. everything is weed, which I don't I don't have a problem with, but it's like sure. it's they are really into the weed there, like really into it. It's and it's I, a little I, over I the New top. Jersey is it went to it because there's lots of money to be made, but it was you know whatever. It was. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, you know, good enough trip. In Lots da- of good breweries. Da- I did about David- five over the spring break. Five. Oh, breweries. dude, they have so much good beer in Colorado. It's and like New Mexico. There's some great oh, yeah. breweries in in, in oh, Santa yeah. Fe. There was a, a couple of really good ones, and I went to a great one in Albuquerque. We are we are in just the the beer revolution time. It's like so much good beer everywhere. Um, the, the whole weed culture yeah. thing is so lame. Um, it is. David like, Cross has a good bit on uh, High Times in, magazine. Right, in his first HBO special. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he had a whole thing about that. It's just like, okay, like, yes, you like it. You use it. It makes you feel good. But it doesn't, like, have to be who you are. Like, it, it doesn't, you don't have to have it, like, on your clothing and just <laughs> with the tattoos. With the leaf. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, no, we get it. Yeah, like, like lots of people down. do it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> just, just enjoy it. Like, it's legal now, so you don't have to make such a big deal of it. Like, it's, it's cool. Um, I saw that movie, what's that new horror movie where it's oh, a I silent movie? I want to see it. Movie? I want to okay. see it. Is it good? Right, it, it merits discussion. Okay, I, I, I promise I will see it by next show. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. All I'll say is this: it merits discussion. That's all I'll say. <laughs> okay, discuss it later. Fair. Uh, we do anything else? No, no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think if I have anything else. I, I don't think I do. Uh, we do have a voicemail from our good friend Rex in New Mexico, who I assume you rallied up with while you were there. <laughs> I was in his hood. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll say about uh, New oh, yeah. Mexico. So you, yeah. Yeah, Southern Colorado is essentially New Mexico. But I went, I drove for like an hour and a half and I was driving the only non pickup truck in sight. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. All pickup trucks in the, like the Kia, whatever I got as a rental car. And, um, and it was, you know, what, before you get to like the, you know, the real cities, like you are just driving through the the remnants of Native Americans. Like, hey, oh, come so to this. Sad. Come to it's it's pretty depressing. Did Somehow you go? To I the was four, able to forget about it. Quickly, did you go but, to the Four Corners? No, that's the western part, right? I just was. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I was like in the middle or wherever oh. I was. All right, now I get it. I understand. Uh, okay, let's let's listen. Let's to hear from Rex. Rex, yeah. Hey guys, it's Rexy calling again. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on something that happened to me a few days ago and see what you would have done. It was end of work and I didn't want to go home. So I decided to get into my luxury sled and head on over to uh, my neighborhood watering hole, uh, Applebee's. And um, I got there and I took my customary seat at the bar, and I just started crushing it. I mean, I was shmammered. I think I had at least two angry orchards. And all of a sudden, across from the bar, I just see this smoking hot chick, and I decide that, you know what? 
I think it's time that I go over and say hi. So I go over, and I start striking up a conversation with her. And after a while, she said, look, you're a guy, but I think we're after the same thing. I said, what do you mean? And she says, well, they call me the Snatch Hunter. (laughs) And I said, what? She said, you heard me. I'm after the Snatch. Oh. And then I quietly slid my $5 bill across the bar to the waitress, stood up, and started walking out of Applebee's. And I was strangely... Uh, <laughs> he just... Um, he just... He just oh, he dropped out. off? That's it? He just, that's it. That's just, he just, Did he go, just, he go to cruise the mall again? I just think he sort of lost his... Tra- train of thought and that was it um i i mean there's a lot lot to unpack with this one i really first and foremost just the the global picture of rexy i was really ready to not like him i saw we had a voicemail from him and i'm like oh this guy he's gonna talk about shit in his pants again or something and it's like i feel like he's a one-trick pony and I was pleasantly surprised by this voicemail. Well, I, started, I like that he I had, didn't call himself Sexy Rexy. He just called himself Rex, Rexy. And he, he drug it out for a while, which is usually pretty annoying. But I, I'll be honest. I was, I, was pretty, I, was, I was pretty interested to see where he was going. And it was – I didn't see it taking that turn. Like It was not no. a place I expected it to go. No, I've never uh, heard a woman say snatch. No, so. me either. I don't feel like anybody's – Says snatch. Yeah, I, that's nine. I'm ninety percent sure. License with this, right? Story. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, <laughs> and I know he was joking around about uh, the hard cider. Yeah. I, on a nice warm day, I like I like yeah. a hard cider. That's so much sugar. I mean, maybe one. Like maybe a cla- one. no, in London they have some good ones like cloudy ciders and stuff. Oh, like that aren't I too mean, that aren't too, too sweet. No, no, not like. Uh, I mean, what was he saying? Whatever that. What, oh, angry, angry orchard. Angry orchard. No, like, yeah. like a, like a. There are some good uh, brands, yeah. but yeah. No, anyway. I believe you. Yes. Uh, yeah. what's You're not against the cider. I told you, Albuquerque <laughs> has the Marble Brewery. I feel no. I feel like he's. I feel like that's more poetic license right there. Him? Also, yeah, just it's just <laughs> it helps to. To make it specific, it's better for for the story. I mean, maybe he was, maybe he lives. You know, there's certain places where that's that's it. That's your only choice. So, maybe he as a there. famous man once said, "Never let the truth get in the way of a good story." It's, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm real jealous of people that like go get beers after work. I never do that. <laughs> I can't do it. I hardly ever drink, and I stay fat. And I like I'm very fastidious about what I eat. I work out all the time, and I pretty much stay the same. I try not to drink. Maybe like every other weekend. A lot of times I'll go like a month without drinking, and um, I I I don't know why. I should just I should just drink. I stay I stay the same weight anyway. I stay the same doughy forty year old man no matter what. Like just go have some beers after work. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed with with the state of myself. Like, I barely I, – I think I drank once the first two months of the year. And I yeah. had I had a a subpar March, and yeah. I'm, I'm as heavy as ever. Like, no. 
I had a bad few weeks of like, you know, not every moment of those few weeks, but I just wasn't so great. And that's all it took. Now I'm like, it's like I didn't sacrifice it all in January and February. Yeah. It's metabolism. It's body composition. Like if you make it to 40 with 8% body fat, you're going to just stay around like eight to 12% body fat for the rest of your life. And if you're at 20%, body fat, like some of us are, you are just, it's fucking, you might get down to like 18, but you're going to hover between 18 and 22 unless you fucking take some, unless you get on testosterone replacement, which is, which is what I want to do. I want to get on testosterone replacement, but I heard your balls shrivel up and I don't want that. And also it's not covered by insurance, which is bullshit. I think that also leads to the big C too, right? Cancer? I thought I thought it, it enhances your percentage of um, of other cancers. It's now. just like anything. If you're if you already have like cancer cells in your body, right? It's just like anything. It makes like everything more in your right. body. Right, right, so right. it's it, they'll grow faster. Is my understanding, but okay. I don't think there's been enough research done on it. To be honest. Uh, okay, here's another. Here's an email. Okay. Oh, by the way, thank you for that, Rex. That was good. That was yeah. I was ready to not like it. You know, and I don't know how- I, as I pointed out one of the shows previously, I kind of like how much he angers others. I like that too. Like there's there's uh, we have a listener Ish. Haven't heard from Ish in yeah. a while. People dislike Ish. He's they're like he's no providing more. good content and got yeah, no problems. Like, don't like Memphis. All this stuff. I don't know what they got against Ish. I don't mind Ish. He's in, he's a good listener. I mean, keeps he's it short and sweet. Yeah, he keeps it to the point. He asks some questions. He gets a little creepy, but that makes it funny. I don't mind ish. People don't like him. People don't like Rexy. The thing is, people don't like me. You know, you gotta be Howard Stern. Half the people hate him. Like you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta walk that line. You gotta have some people not liking you, or else you're not doing your job. Right. That one guy who hates me because of uh, I I said Irish people are ugly. Yeah, Stu. <laughs> Stu, you're a good dude. Get over that. Like, yeah. I want to bridge the guy. I'm Irish. Maybe, I was making a joke at my own maybe, brethren's maybe, expense. Maybe we can bridge the gap. I don't think Stu <laughs> listens. Or because remember that one time you had beef with Mark the Nomad. You guys were really no, beefing hard, I and I, I had Mark the Nomad on so we could bridge that gap. So we could <laughs> so we could hold hands in the middle of stage, and we might have to do that with Stu. We might have Mark to, is a ha- charming have a, motherfucker. Might have to have a coming together. I saw that um, some I, I, I hate that this is me, but I saw that um, some quarterback transferred from Old Miss to Michigan, and Old Miss is like protesting that he shouldn't be allowed to play. And I'm like, fuck, I hope he can't play because <laughs> I know suddenly I hate Michigan. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I told you those those fans worst, worst maize and blue. I mean, Iggy Pop went there, yeah, which man. is kind of cool. It's like. I want to like him I for he, that. He went to, uh, that's right. He grew up in like the Detroit area, right? Yeah. His, uh, yeah, he's, he's from uh, Ann Arbor. He's pretty hello, badass. Hello, Brian. Two quick things. I was thinking of you recently as I completed some workplace mm-hmm. sensitivity training. See mm-hmm. enclosed screen capture. And he sent me a picture of his screen and his screen says, it's like a program called HR Downloads, which I love. And it says, 
Workplace harassment example three. Tony often brings seafood for lunch and likes to use the office lunchroom to microwave his favorite dishes. Oh, Tony. Others in the office have taken offense to the odor and have begun to ridicule him by calling him names and decorating his cubicle with a nautical theme. Is this this situation acceptable or not acceptable? Well, the first part of it is definitely acceptable. Tony should be fired. No, no, he's the one being harassed, Ed. No, no, Tony is harassing an entire office with the click of a a microwave. Monster. This, this, This email continues. The worst part is, in this scenario, you... The microwave's fish at work guy is the victim. Nah, <laughs> Rest assured. Nope. Tony's the villain. <laughs> Rest assured that if you and I shared a workplace, I'd be decorating your workspace with a nautical theme. Oh, yeah. I would be <laughs> See, like printing out pictures of Ahab. He's, he is, he's announced he's going to bully me and you <laughs> jump right in. You're like, oh, yeah, I'd be in on that bullying too. Oh, I too. would totally. That would be great. Uh, anyhow, I hope you get a laugh. The family and I have just returned from a spring break trip to Texas. Being in the States allowed me the opportunity to finally get around to shipping some Canadian sundries as a small token of appreciation for all the hard graft Ed, Fancy, and yourself put in the podcast. Please keep up the good work. Hashtag heroes. The packages should arrive at your address any day. All the best, Clark in Calgary, TBL patron. Clark, what? we are in receipt of your packages. I mean, I it's like I came close to tearing up. He sent, came with a handwritten note. Yeah, he sent, I'm looking at my, I don't know where Kate has put my, oh, it's right there. It's it comes like in that a, beautiful bag. Yeah, it's like a special Crown Royal Rye Canadian whiskey that just he sent a bottle for me, he sent a bottle for Ed, he sent a bottle for our close friend Travis Rogers, each with a handwritten note included. I was so touched. I appreciate it so much, Clark. You are the man. Very classy, very generous. Thank you very much. Beautiful guy. I I even feel like a fondness towards the 88 Winter Olympics now. Like, I love everything about Calgary now. Totally. I bought a Theo Fleury sweater just after (laughs) he did this. I'm all about those flames. Yeah, 100%. Go Flames. I don't know. It's it's hockey playoffs, by the way. I don't know if the Flames got in. I don't think they were having a very good year, but I'll be honest. I was just going to ask you if they were still a team. They are a team. Out of the loop I am. You know who's a team again? The Winnipeg Jets. Um, the, and they did make the playoffs, I believe the, I don't, you know, I've advocated for this for many years that most sports should just start at the playoffs. Cause that's when I start paying attention anyway. And so, and, and even like basketball, they should start at just the conference finals because nobody gives a fuck until then. I sure don't. Um, but the hockey playoffs are starting off and my Kings have a tough matchup against the expansion Las Vegas Golden Knights, who won the division, Ed. Can you believe that? Yeah, well, nobody wants the Kings in that series. You got oh, yeah, the upstarts. No. It's, you know what? The, the Golden Knights, they kind of ripped off the Kings gear, but they have pretty good gear. You know, the yeah, Kings it looks are pretty good. 
Yeah, the kings are silver and black. The uh, the golden knights are gold and black. They have a really, like, I would be rooting for them were they not going up against my kings and our goalie, Jonathan Quick. Uh, okay, here's another one. Ballers and Kate, hashtag current episode, hashtag every episode, hashtag Friday facts. Listen to the Karate Kid recap and once again, loved your comments had me laughing my ass off. Keep those recaps coming. A huge hit. Uh, we're definitely going to be doing more movies. People love the movies. If you haven't listened, check out episode 214, where we reviewed The Karate Kid Part 3. Ed, myself, our good friend Jason Stewart, and another friend of the show, Reality Steve, all got together to discuss yeah, the good. third Karate Kid. It was good. Uh, reason for the email, how could you not have mentioned Ralph Macchio's part as a crooked cop on The Deuce on HBO? Career making. Keep up the good work. Doug, the Canadian living in Houston. I knew he was on The Deuce. I'll be honest. While I love David Simon, I did not watch The Deuce. I got to see it. It's already canceled, right? Like it's because I They're saw not, he's it, making another show about the Spanish American War, which I, I'm on board with. Oh, of course you would be. Of course. I thought they were going to do a season two of The Deuce. Maybe not. It's probably expensive to make. Well, I can't imagine the Spanish American War would be cheap because they got to like that's, recreate old that's shit. That's true. Yeah. And who's going to, are more people going to watch the Spanish American War than 70s hookers in Times Square? Yeah. I don't know. I'm on board with. I mean, there's titties on that. How did I not watch it? There's no. There's you know titties. what? I think that, that yeah. Dave, I mean, the wire was the best, but amazing. Treme, like, I got pretty annoyed with all the characters yeah. by the end of season one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I watched Treme, and I I'll be honest, I didn't like anybody on there. Like there everyone was, was unlikable. To root for, yeah. Like even uh, what's it, Steve Zahn? I usually like him. He was yeah, awful. super annoying. Um, uh, the guy that played Bunk was on there. The guy yeah. that played Lester and both yeah, of Lester them were was just, all annoying. Yeah, it's not good. Both their storylines. Yeah, a lot of jazz. A lot of jazz. I was actually kind of into the music aspect of the show. That was kind of good. I don't mind like a little when the Saints go marching in kind of stuff, but they got a little heavy into the jazz. It got got a little too much for my taste. A lot of French Quarter stuff going on there. But Um, I will check out the Deuce. I know. I should watch the Deuce, and I knew Macho was on there, and I'm surprised because as we learned in Karate Kid Part 3, he was adamant about having a platonic relationship <laughs> with the chick in that movie because he didn't want to anger his wife. But now he's on a show all about hookers and stuff. I guess when you, when it's been 28 years since your last job, you kind of, you don't get to make the rules anymore. Yeah. Well, also he was in a horrendous movie being a Stern fan. And I, I enjoyed Artie Lang on the show. Oh yeah, beer league, and then, and then beer league, and it was, it was unbearable. Oh that no, I liked beer league. I, well, I only saw no. beer league. I only saw beer league when it came out, but I recall, I recall enjoying it. I remember it's, the I, hype, like the week yeah. going up to it, and like they had a premiere and stirring. Everybody was yes, hyping it up. And a I was big like, deal. What the fuck is this? I I loved when like Artie would just tell stories on Stern. Oh, all he's these the crazy best storyteller. Story but yeah. then I also watched one of his standups. I'm not yeah. a fan of his, yeah. his work outside of Stern. He, he had a good gig going there. That's for sure. Uh, okay. Brian and Ed, 
Here's my unsolicited opinion on Karate Kid series power rankings by skill. Yeah, in episode 214, we all, I believe Reality Steve put it out to all of us, who was the most badass on the show. And most people, I think, selected Karate's bad boy, Mike Barnes, which I was shocked by because Chosen was A, trained by Sato on Okinawa, and he and and would was known to fight to the death, right? Like and so Dean agrees with, with me. He's got chosen number one, followed at number two by Karate's Bad Boy. Three, Bobby, of course, Bobby, the the previous year's runner up at the at the uh, All Valley Karate Tournament. Uh, four, Johnny. Five, Dutch. Dutch is a sociopath, though. I don't know about his karate. But he would, you know, he would kill you with an ice pick for sure. He's, he would do a uh, above the ring, uh, above the rim Tupac thing with the razor blade in his lip. Like he 100%. Would, he would do 100%. something very dicey. Yes, 100%. Um, six, Daniel and dead fucking last, the fat Cobra Kai kid who took a roundhouse kick to the chest. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've yeah. got one that would, I, I was thinking about this, who would be number one? It's the the... I think he was Ty, the Ty guy yeah, who got yeah. bounced in the first one, yeah. who was rolling through the tournament. And then I think in the semis, like, you know, they, they told him just walk into one of these Johnny Lawrence kicks. Yeah. He, he and Bobby were clearly the only two in people in the movie that had studied martial arts. Right. And he, and he was so far away, like John Avildsen director, maybe be like, Hey, okay, we get it. Like tone it down a little bit. Like we know you can do like spinning roundhouses and look at these other guys. They're fucking actors. Like chill out. Okay. Like go easy. Yeah. We got pony boy over here. Calm down. Yeah, exactly. Stay gold. Uh, all right, guys, everybody. Thank you for reaching out. We appreciate all the comments, criticisms. If you would like to reach out, please do so mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com or leave us a voicemail. Nine, four, nine, four, six, four TBLS. Ed, which we haven't talked sports in a while. We haven't no. been together in a while. What is going on in the world of sports besides the Kings being in the playoffs? <laughs> Rangers not. Um, during a Mets-Phillies rain delay, announcer Scott Braun asked color commentator Cliff Floyd what he did to pass the time during delays. Now, Floyd said mundane stuff like checking his phone or like watching TV or something, you know, just shit we would all do. Then the other commentator, John Crook, was asked, I don't know what, uh, I know we're censored here, but I can't tell you what we did during de- rain delay, what I did during rain delays, Crux said. Well, I'll tell you after the game's over. I can't get into it now. Let's put it this way. I wasn't watching any video of any pitcher. Now, Brian, what's grosser? Crux early 90s heavy, heavily gelled mullet or the fact that he was slapping the goat in front of Darren Dalton anytime a rain cloud appeared? <laughs> Baseball players are so disgusting. Yeah. What is what is wrong with you? You should be, you do that at home. The baseball clubhouse, it's all they're doing is gambling. Yeah, ping pong. Sometimes they have ping pong tables and shit like that. Yeah. They're they're gambling, they're shitting and farting. There's uh there was a book that came out about the Dodgers. I think it's called The Best Team Money Can Buy a couple years ago. And there was a long um passage in there about how Zach Granke had to at one point call a players only meeting to remind his teammates that after taking a shit 
it's customary to wash your hands. Like this, oh, this is man. this is the this is the this is the kind of base level um, behavior that goes on in the baseball clubhouse. Have you ever seen the German U-boat movie Das Boot, Ed? <laughs> I'm glad you said that instead of U571 starring John Bon Jovi. This is uh, in the yes, 80s. I've seen it, das Boot. It, yeah, Das Boot. And at one and at one there's submarines. There's a lot of gay shit that goes on in submarines and I picture a clubhouse. I picture a clubhouse being a lot like a submarine. Like you're stuck there, especially if it's a rain delay. You can't leave. You're stuck there. It's all a bunch of dudes. Everybody's fucking sweaty and hot. And there's, there's not really anything to do. You're just kind of hanging there at the bottom of the ocean. And, and these guys aren't, you know, unless you're, um, Mike Messina and you went to Stanford or, uh, Brad Osmus and you went to Dartmouth and you reminding people of that a lot, you know, like you're, these are, these are pretty dumb guys. Like a lot of, but what you said about Mike Messina is he had like a burner because he was, he had a dirty dick, right? We, 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 he may or may not have been a guest on a talk show and he was, he was taking calls. This is something I heard. It's probably just a rumor. He was, they were taking calls for him and the call and they'd pick up the phone and they'd be like, um, yeah, this is crystal. Can you, can you tell Mike it's crystal? (laughs) He knows me. And this is Amy. It's just, I don't want to be on the air, but I'm Mike. Um, I live in Baltimore and Mike knows who I am. Uh, you know, it's it's a low level of existence. So the fact that these guys are, you know, going to the training room to rub one out is frankly, it's disgusting, but frankly, not shocking. <laughs> but don't we all? John have, don't Kruk, we all have, I mean, does anybody yeah, want to walk in on things. that guy jerking off? He's well. Remember, he got he's from West Virginia, I believe. Oh, well, then and it makes sense. He got he got drafted by the Padres, and he okay. was like, "Who's wait?" Are they in the major leagues? Is that a team? Like where San Diego? Where is that? Like he didn't, he'd never heard of the Padres. He didn't know where San Diego was or like, he's come a long way. I knew some, uh, I know a guy who did some uh, advertising for like baseball tonight or whatever. And like, so they, to come up with ideas, they spent the day like on the set of, of one base, one of those baseball shows with Kruk. And he said, Kruk was like dirty uncle who like would tell you this old timey joke and then give you this like this old timey pause to get a laugh and like a wink yeah. and smirk. And he was like, it was pretty awkward by like hour three. And he was so he was really fishing for laughs. So uncomfortable. You know what? You know what about John Kruk, though? The dude could fucking hit. He finished he, at the even three zero zero. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He I mean, walked, dude, he just walked away and like went home after. That's it. That's it. The dude would come up to the plate and there was a good fucking chance he was getting a hit every single time. Yeah. He was a good hitter. Um, okay. Speaking of sports that aren't actually sports, what's going on in soccer, Ed? <laughs> so, well, not just any soccer. Central Michigan women's soccer. No, that's real. Uh, what are they? Are they the Chippewas? It might be. Yeah. Central Michigan right. women's soccer player Natalie Belsito was looking out her dorm room window on March 27th when she spotted a squirrel flailing in a pond. 
When she was able to get it out of the water, it had stopped breathing. Then, despite not knowing CPR, she relied on what she learned from watching the TV show The Office and brought the rodent back to life. Now, Brian, very simple question. Office, yeah. Is Natalie Belsito the grossest person in America right now? Disgusting. Disgusting. Who the fuck would touch a squirrel? A squirrel is a fucking rat, and they will bite you. They're gross. They're disgusting. They're so fucking gross. And I know, like, I'm sure somebody's going to be like, oh, well, they do this for the ecosystem. No, they don't. You know what? I'd be okay if every squirrel disappeared tomorrow. No. Every single Fuck squirrels. Fuck squirrels. You ever go to a place where the squirrels are, like, militant? Where they're just like, give me some shit. Like, you're, like, walking to a... That's yeah. the problem being like here, you know, around here in New York City, the squirrels and pigeons aren't afraid of like you shooing right. them with your foot or yes. anything. They're like, they're right there. Like the other day I tried to shoe a pigeon and my <laughs> foot connected with the pigeon. And he didn't care. He didn't give a yeah. fuck. And he now still I had kept coming. his dirty, filthy gray feather yeah. rubbing against my shoes. Disgusting. They're, squirrels are, are horrible. You know what you, you know what you need? There's two things you need more of there. A- Raptors. I'm talking fucking hawks, owls. Yeah, we don't get them around here. Osprey. Any of those. They'll eat <laughs> the fuck out of those. They'll take care of your problem there. Or B, snakes. You got a squirrel problem? You get you some fucking snakes. Hard pass. When we were on our little road trip, there'd be snake. like snake warnings. Yeah. And Michelle's like, oh, come on. There's a good picture over here. Like, check out this mountain. Oh, I was no. like, nope. Yeah. Stay in the yeah. car. Nobody's getting close to anywhere where there's a rattlesnake warning. Get out uh, of here. I got I got a dear friend to play golf with sometimes. His if his ball goes off the fairway, it might just you might see the bush that it bounced into and it's easily reachable with a club. He won't even go looking for it. Well, that guy's a hero. Because he, he knows about the snake situation. Who the fuck would want to get near snakes? We got a lot of snakes around here, rattlesnakes. And how about that picture that went viral of that giant thing in somebody's kitchen last yeah. week? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. I, I would just might... move. Like, I, there would be no yeah. chance of me staying in the in the same state. Well, but here's the worst part: it's after something to eat that's in your house, and it's probably something much grosser than you. a snake. No, like it could be after it's, you. It's. It smells a rodent. So, do you know, like on the on the weekend in the morning, do they smell. They have nostrils. What? Yeah, they smell shit. Yeah, that's how they know where they food is. They just want to kill. Yeah, uh, on the weekend in the in the morning, like I'll just have like the news on or whatever's on, you know, like meet the press or whatever. And then those shows will end and the TV will still be on and it'll be, it's like nature shows, but it's like the real shitty, like Jack, Jack Hanna's, you know, you know, they have big sponsors too, by the way, like these guys are making money off these shows. Um, and I think it was Jack Hanna and he'll like go around to places and he was, he was at like some like wildlife way station in like maybe Vietnam or something somewhere in Malaysia. And they had, they're like, Hey, we rescued this. And it was some kind of like marsupial that's really rare that lives out in the jungle there. And they're like, it was kind of injured. Um, but we, ner- we're going to nurse it back to health. And, um, we put it in this cage and they're like, would you like to see it? And Jack Hanna's like, yeah. Oh yeah. I really want to see one of these. And they're like, 
oh, sorry, a snake came in the cage last night and ate it. <laughs> and, oh. and they go, they go over to the cage. And there's a python just like sitting there calmly digesting this rare animal that they had just were so lucky to find the night before in rehab. And I'm like, don't, isn't there a contingency for that? Like, don't you, don't you know that snakes could potentially get into your cages? Um, yeah, you need more. Yeah. Squirrels. No, no, no. no. What I was going to say is I've seen jungle Jack Hannah's nipples. I saw him sunbathing in Florida one time, and it was Shut not up. good. Shut up! That is oh, that's horrible. Yeah. It, was he was he wearing the um, safari hat? <laughs> I almost didn't recognize him. Somebody tapped me. I was like, "Hey, that's Jungle Jack Anna." I was like, "I didn't want to see his nipples." You, you he was really, laying there. He was near a pool. You really need the outfit. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't. I didn't notice him without the tan. <laughs> Fancy sauce and I went. We went snowboarding over the break, yeah, yeah. and we were, were walking through the lobby of the hotel. And I'm like, "Holy fuck! It's fucking Chevy Chase!" I'm like, "Chevy Chase is sitting there reading a book in the lobby." I'm like, "Look, that's Chevy Chase." Because you know how, like, when you see somebody famous, he's a big they, dude, right? They kind of look like the person, but they also kind of don't look like they the look person. They look like a wax museum. I mean, an older version. They look like yeah. wax museum versions that are melting. And, <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm like, I think that's Chevy Chase. And, uh, and Kate's like, oh, really? Like, she's so nonplussed about anything like that. So she didn't care. And I mean. Does she know? Like, does her roommate know about? Yeah, if he's allowed to come. I was going to ask her. And so then we go and like do, we were just like taking off our jackets or something and we're coming back out. And so we go to the room and we come back out and I look at the guy in the chair again. It was 100% not Chevy Chase. It wasn't like, I don't know why he was probably, yeah, you know how you think, yeah, Chase. you think you see somebody and you're like, yeah. no, nope, that wasn't him at all. No, not even like was, I don't even know why. Cause I was, the first I was going to ask you to ask him like what happened after like 1988 or whatever, mm-hmm. where he just, he seemingly lost his ability to make people laugh. Yeah, pills. Yeah. But Robin exactly. Williams could still make people laugh. Like, Yeah, I mean, he did Patch Adams. Well, no, I mean, he, he did terrible movies, but when he yeah. was on a talk show, he could still oh, yeah. rev it up. I know, he killed. Yeah, that's Chevy for sure. Chase, yeah. if you hear him interviewed, he's the least funny person on the planet. I no, heard he, Ford is more animated. Right. He, yeah. He like doesn't even talk. Like he's a, he's a real yeah. one word answer guy. And everyone says he's a huge dick. Yeah. Nobody likes him. Like if Joel McHale is shitting on you, you're probably a bad dude. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, okay. What is going on? Oh, what's going on down in Houston with yeah. all our Houston listeners? Ed? Well, you remember this past fall, um, when the, the players were taking knees and the owners, yeah, you know, started chiming in and mm-hmm. Houston Texans owner, Bob McNair had a, a tense standoff with his players when he remarked, we can't have the inmates running the prison. Right. Now a bunch of players threatened not to play and they all took knees and Mc, Mc, eh, McNair apologized. Well, in a recent right. interview with the wall street journal, McNair revisited the incident and expressed some real regret. Unfortunately, the regret was for apologizing. The main thing I regret is apologizing, McNair says now. He insists the inmates he was referring to were not NFL players, but rather league executives who Uh. he felt had more control over major decisions than owners. I really didn't have anything to apologize for. 
Now, Brian, on a scale of 1 to 10, how surprised are you that a billionaire who donated a million dollars to Trump's sad inauguration party turned out to be an asshole? How did they get – how did that inauguration – they said that inauguration cost like $20 million or something. And, and they, they had – Did they have like the shittiest entertainers? They had three doors down and some <laughs> chick from American Idol. This is like the seventh place finisher on American Idol. Like how is that? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't, cost have, $20 million? They didn't have to spend a lot of money on crowd control. Like you're conservative. If you're conservative, that means you don't like spending lots of money on bullshit. Right? Well, except, except for the budget. But let's right. not get too political. <laughs> like we, like, we like to conserve. Right? We like to we're, conserve go? and add extra zeros to the national debt. Um, um, but he was like, I think he was like Enron before Enron. I think that's oh, is yeah. that how he's. Did I think he make he's one of those like. No, I think he's like a power grid guy, like oh, rolling yeah. blackout kind of bullshit. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's so. Cool. I mean, the NFL owners is just the fucking shadiest group of individuals that we have, uh, other right. than Shad Khan, of course, who well, he may be shady, but he looks mustache. amazing. Yeah, he's a beautiful. Yeah, he's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously, like in pretty much 99% of cases, I will side against an NFL owner, unless it's against Roger Goodell, which it sounds like this might be the that, case. I mean, that's, this is how bad things are that like Roger Goodell and Jerry Jones got into a fight, and I had to side with Jerry Jones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jerry Jones yeah. is a horrible guy. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. But my God, Roger Goodell, and he isn't he clipping like forty million a year? It's yeah, in the thirties, I think. I think that's one of the things where Jerry Jones is like, "Why the fuck are we paying this guy so much?" And everyone, but Roger Goodell, he's backed. You know, he's got people, got right. people on his side. Um. Okay. Speaking of uh, another <laughs> something else that's gross. Um. What, yeah. What's going on in the world of tennis? I like how we're hitting all the sports. All, yeah, all we're, the niche, we're niche sports. We're hitting all corners. Um, so this was a fun story from Deadspin. Daniil Medvedev, best known for melting down and tossing money at an umpire at Wimbledon last year. That's pretty badass. Got into a little uh, fracas at the Miami Open. The 22-year-old Medvedev took an emergency toilet break in the second set. While the nineteen-year-old, uh, what's his name, Stefanos Sitsipas, uh, took a shorter one during the third. When the match resumed, one of Sitsipas' shots glanced off the net cord, and he ended up winning that point. It's considered proper etiquette to apologize for being the beneficiary of a fluke yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like when you it's like when you bank one in. You're like, sorry. Fuck that! I yeah. apologize for getting a point. But anyway, yeah. when he didn't, like, acknowledge it, Medvedev fumed. Say sorry, man, the Russian demanded. After, after Medvedev won, he shook hands with his opponent and the umpire, then melted down. Man, you better shut your fuck up, okay, Medvedev say, <laughs> said. <laughs> you go emergency toilet for five minutes during, then you hit let, and you don't say sorry? You think you're good, kid? As Sitsipas yeah. took his bags and walked away, Medvedev also accused the Greek of calling of calling him a bullshit Russian. Now, Brian, yeah. two things. Why are these guys dropping dumplings in the fryer during the middle of a tennis match? And also <laughs> – It happens. Yeah, like what's their post-game meal or pre-game meal? But I don't know. also, 
Are there any worse insults than shut your fuck up? And is there any better insult than bullshit Russian? So, shut your fuck up is great. Like, I'm, I'm going to start doing that. Next well, time I, I tell somebody. Call them a bu- that, what a dismissive way, thing to say to somebody. Yeah. Oh, you're just a bullshit Russian. There has to be, and I think there is, like, so much racism in the, like, tennis world or, or nationalism. Like, everybody's sure, from a different it's place. it's a country club kind of sport for right. some. Right. And then, like, bottom of the barrel guys in other countries. <laughs> right. And it's, yeah, it's like, you know, one guy played his way off the island and the, and the other guy's fucking dad had him coach from his <laughs> from when he was three years old and everybody thinks they're better than everyone else. And it's all, all these like little, it's like Bulgaria versus Hungary. And I mean, yeah, they're all, I mean, best. they're either, you're right. They're either like these, you know, crazy hungry guys or yeah. Um, the only normal seeming guy was a country club guy, right? McEnroe was a country club kid, right? Oh yeah. Big time. Yep. But like he actually sounds normal, but every, everyone else sounds like a robot Sampras kind of guy, like yeah, yeah. There's very few guys that like sound just totally chill guys. We tennis is so boring. Like I like to watch it. I'm interested in it, but it, it's got no personality. It's be, it's because of this because everybody comes up. You know, they don't come up hard scrabble. I think that's um, kind of McEnroe's thing, where you know everybody has private coaches and shit, and it's just too insular the sport, and people should have to like play like sat more satellite tournaments and like mix it up and have like real experience that would, that would right. make it better. And also there needs to be an American that gets good at it. I think the best American is Jack sock and his name is a euphemism for, um, masturbating into a, into an undergarment. Sock. Jack yeah. sock. How do you come up with I, that name? Jack sock. If your last name's sock, how do you name your kid? Jack. Right. Right. Jack Sock. Or you don't even mess with John and Casey becomes Jack Sock. Right. You know, exactly. John, Jack can be a nickname. Like, you would never yes. mess with that. John F. Parents Jack hated Kennedy. him. His parents yeah. hated him Jack just Sock. like Albert Einstein's parents, Super Dave's brother. Right. Yes. Had to name himself Ma- Albert, Albert Brooks. Brooks. Why would you yeah. do that? Albert yeah, Einstein. Like, why would you do that? You're just, you're just being shitty to your kid. Yes. Or all those dudes called Michael Jordan. Like, there's lots of Michael Jordans out there. It's not cool. Well, I knew a guy who's our age who is Michael Jordan, and that just sucked for him because, like, so he I. became Michael Jordan when he was in like yeah. third grade. What are you right. going to do about that? Right. And he goes there by was... Mike, but everybody's like, Michael Jordan? You mean like Michael yeah. Jordan? Like, That's... there's nothing you can do. Worst. Worst. Um, I'm always like, and I know there's people listening right now who will are going to like look down at their shoes when I talk about this because some of y'all got some creepy ass fetishes out there mm-hmm. and I've read about this and it's something imprints on you at a young age. And that is how you come to be. Well, that's how you come, but also it's how you pick what you decide that makes you come. And some people, it's some fucking weird ass shit, like dressing up, like putting on pantyhose or being but I humili- wonder, like, humiliated. 
Do we know if we're into some weird shit and we're just not, in, we don't know about it? Like, I haven't explored, you know how, like, people, like, get off on these weird fucking things? And no. it's like, yeah. I haven't explored you the weird know. shit. How do I know I'm not into you weird shit? You would know. And I'm not talking, like, it's not like sex acts. It's like, you know, like, you may be into having a finger up your ass, like but you never had one. kind of shit. Right. So you don't know if you're right. into that. But that's, that's not, that's not that's the thing. Saying. It's like, ha- like a fetish. Take, for instance, this Long Island judge who was caught repeatedly breaking into his neighbor's home to steal her underwear. Now this guy, is, he's got suspended from his job. What's this he's guy's a name? judge. He's a judge. He's got some. He's got an Italian name. District Court Judge Robert Sicali. This is probably this is probably one of those like job for life too. By the way, is suspended without pay, effective immediately. He was temporarily relieved from the bench after being arrested for burglary on Thursday. He has pleaded not guilty. Police said the woman was alone in her East Islip. 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 I. Islip home when she heard a noise and saw a man running off. Officers say they found Sakali carrying the woman's quote soiled undergarments. Court papers. <laughs> court papers said Sakali admitted <laughs> that he went into the house to take the panties again. He apparently oh. No. Is a married father of three. He's <laughs> accused of sneaking into a home across the street and stealing the underwear of a 23-year-old woman, I bet she was hot, who lives there with her parents. He reportedly knew the girl <laughs> from when she worked as an intern as the uh, at the Islip Attorney Town Attorney's office when he used to work there. That makes it kind of grosser uh-huh. that he knows her. In his cafe- yeah, confession. And, and she's 23 now. So she might have been like 18 yeah, when he, she exactly. worked there. In his confession, he said he stole the underwear upon feeling, quote, urges. He admitted that on several occasions, he entered the home, opened her hamper, and took underwear. Ed, is this a victimless crime? Like, Who's who's he hurting here? I mean, it was probably a little scary seeing your neighbor run away it's from your super house, creepy, with your panties. Anybody but, who enters, I don't, I don't even like when my neighbor knocks on the door and actually has oh, reason yeah. to. I, I don't want anyone invading my it's home. Awkward. You got to be invited in. Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree. You know how you. horrifying back in the day, like it used to happen, like pre cell phone days, like there would be like a knock at the door. That's yeah. unsettling. Uh, I don't. I do not envy those times. Still happens occasionally. Uh, Ed, Pornhub. We've discussed them on this show before. They occasionally do something kind of cool. I mean, they do have like supposedly like pornographers hate Pornhub because it's like they can't make any money doing porn anymore. Which I'm. Dubious, which I find dubious, 
because there doesn't seem to be any less porno being produced. Right? That's that's true. But like, at the same time, I've never paid for porn. Right. Like, but or not never. I've, I have not paid for porn since the internet was, was uh, available in every household. But somebody is paying for porn. It's probably John Ronson did a um, audio a podcast series about uh, this, ha- about the guy that started Pornhub. He's some Belgian dude. And one of the, one of the parts of the series was all about bespoke porn. Which is prob which this this town judge, the panty guy, he probably he probably could have afforded it and he could have called one of these companies or emailed them and said, Hey, I want you to make me a porno about like panty stealing and then send me the soiled panties. And they would do it. Like that's a thing that you can have done. Uh so that's a way to make money. But Pornhub, I guess there's like premium Pornhub now. So it's like even they're making money off it, where it's like you have to if you want to unlock certain videos, you have to pay for it. Unless, like certain types, I guess I'm not. I'm not too familiar with it. Unless, I mean, I've never hit a category I can't access. Okay, I have noticed, and I'm not like an expert here. There's probably somebody Uh-oh. that there's probably somebody that knows more about me. But sometimes there'll be one with like a little star on the. Like there's a little yellow star like on the thumbnail, and if you click that, you're not allowed to go to that one. So notice that oh. once or twice, unless you live in a place that has a sexual sounding name. Pornhub Hub has launched an all new initiative aimed at helping out another subset of their fans. The people who unfortunately live in towns with sexual sounding names. The project, this is such a good idea. The project called Pornhub Premium Places will give residents in towns like Fort Dick, California, Cumbum, Indiana, and fucking Austria. Cumbum? India. Not, it's not Indiana, it's India. And fucking Austria, fucking Austria, a reason to finally be proud of their addresses by supplying them with free access to Pornhub Premium. And some of the places, the offers good worldwide from the Canadian town of Climax to Blowhard, Australia. Remind me to ask Fancy Sauce if she's been to that place. Fort Dick, California. Hooker, Oklahoma, Boners Lake, Wisconsin, Climax. There's there's a Climax Canada and a Climax Michigan, French Lick, Indiana, of course, home to Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Big Big Bone, Kentucky. This is a good one. Horny Town. Big Bone. Horny Town, North Carolina. Cumming, Georgia. I remember in Memphis. Yeah, I remember in Memphis driving by one of those like new housing developments and it was called Morning Wood. And it was like oh five. Like it wasn't seriously. Yeah, it was called Morning Wood. You gotta know better. You gotta know better. You gotta you gotta uh what do you call that when you get a group of people in a room and you're like, hey, what do you think about this? Focus group. You gotta focus group uh, that shit. Focus group. Right. Big Beaver, Pennsylvania. 
Three Way, Virginia, all these places are, are going to be welcome to Pornhub Premium for free. Ed, does this mean that you will soon be uprooting your family and relocating to the hamlet of Butt Sex, Virginia? <laughs> I'm, go- I, I'm partial to getting a transfer to Cumbum. Well, you live in Hoboken. Maybe you could get a ballot initiative to have, have the name changed to Hobocum. Yeah, I had a – I remember being in CVS behind an old dude. Like, you know when, like, people look ancient, they're so old? Like, he looked yeah. – you know you know when, like, people slap a T-shirt on some old dude? He was wearing yeah. a shirt that said, Ho Broken. Oh, Ho so dash broken. Yeah. It was a picture of a woman. I was like, yeah. this dude is like 98. Did you see there was like a viral video and it was like, I can't, and I'm going to screw it up right now. And it, or it was a viral picture of some kid that wore a shirt to school and it was like, looked like the um, McDonald's golden McDonald's. arches. Yeah. yeah. But it was. Yeah. Somebody was, posted that on our page. Oh yeah. 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 And they, and they, um, but it was really like a woman with like her legs spread and they're like, Oh, it was an accident. But my question is, why is that shirt made in a children's size? (laughs) Like it's okay. He didn't mean to wear it at school. Why is it? Why is it a boy size 14? That's what I want to know. Like what's who, who would make that shirt for a kid? Uh, Ed. My sister went. Yep. My sister went to University of South Carolina, like for a year, and she came back from college. And each time she came back, she brought back like a different like cock themed T shirt. Yeah. I mean, no, but like the South Carolina scuba team wet cocks go deeper, and she would just get give me all these shirts, and I'd yeah. wear them. And like, what a fucking douche I look like with yeah. those shirts. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty, that's a, that's a young. That's a young man's game. Do you remember? Did did you guys have did um, Big Johnson brand T shirts make it to the East Coast? I didn't have those, but but they were e- yes. You were equally. Them, yes. It was equally like, tacky. Big like Johnson co-ed fire naked hoses. lacrosse. Yes, yeah, so dumb, so dumb. All that shit is so dumb. And like, uh, and it was always like sixth grade boys wearing it too. It was all like guys who had never seen a vagina. Yeah. Uh, Ed, we haven't heard from Kyle and Scotty in a while, mm, and we him. might need to put him onto a case. This this comes out of the Sheboygan area, which I don't know where that is, and it can't be that one but guy. I've heard of it a lot, right? I've heard of it. I've heard the name a lot. All I know is that there's there's a serial criminal out there, but it can't be that guy from Making a Murderer because he's in prison, and also he's in prison because he's guilty. Oh, I didn't do it. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's guilty just, as hell. Just because just just they make a documentary about you doesn't make you innocent. <laughs> just FYI. I mean, I would, I, would be okay with, I would be okay with letting the slow cousin – out and like giving him they help let, because they let him out. They let the slow clear, cousin. Clearly, out. he was no mastermind. Right? Oh, they did. Yeah, the, the slow yeah, cousin. Clearly, he was no out. mastermind. But yeah, Brendan Dassey. Yeah, yeah. Nobody was the a mastermind. Guy. I didn't do it, yeah, no, but I did, did watch no, did. somebody bleed to death on the side of the road once. Yeah, he did. 
he definitely did do it and he's in prison because he did it and all the evidence shows that he did it. Um, but uh, elsewhere in Wisconsin, also he's named Steve Avery, which kind of bums me out for that Atlanta Braves pitcher from the 90s who was pretty good because he's also called Steve Avery. Oh, yeah. But when you're real white like that, like there's probably a million Ed Dailies out there. I mean, there was. Like, I would. I would venture. Fifties. I would venture to say there are Ed. more. <laughs> yeah, nobody. Nobody's named Ed. I. Uh, Michelle set me up with a Google alert when my book came out for yeah, like Ed name. Daily references yeah. in in the news, and so every once in a while I get one, and it's almost always obituaries <laughs> because nobody's named Ed south of seventy five years old, right. and it's a lot of British colonels like you're oh, like interesting like guys in the british military because all bets are off when you're going overseas there are no oh, yeah. younger eds here i mean those guys might be 58 but it's right. a lot of uh british military guys they're at the end of the line well in sheboygan not steve avery and not ed daly um the Wisconsin, and you know this is a problem when the cops ask for help like the cops, they'll usually investigate some shit. They don't put it out to the public unless they run out of leads. If they don't have any leads, then they'll be like, okay, we need some help on this. And that's what they're doing. A Wisconsin police department made a bit of an unusual request to the public on Tuesday after a women's public bathroom has been repeat- repeatedly clogged over the past year and a half. The, the Facebook post from the Sheboygan Police Department in conjunction with the Department of Public Works started with a simple request. Please do not place trash or other rubbish into a public toilet. Everybody knows that. Recognizing the oddity of the statement, police went on to explain that someone has been clogging the women's toilet at the Deland Community Center with a 20-ounce soda bottle, and instead of flushing... The person is actually inserting the bottle into the toilet pipes. Well, it could, that's better than something else that could be clogging it. Right. The, the maneuver but has it cost. It seems odd. This is women's room. That's the, that's the weird thing. The, the maneuver has cost thousands of dollars of labor and repair. Police said, in addition to the fact that the bathroom was out of service, Ed, is it time we finally admit that uh, women are equally, if not more, disgusting than men in public restrooms? I can tell you yeah. from working at when I was a busboy at R.J. Bentley's in College Park, Maryland. Oh, I will yeah, tell you, yeah. the women's the women's room was way more disgusting than cleaning yeah. the men's room. Yeah. And when you're on the bottom of the busboy totem pole, you have to do, you have to do the the bathroom duty until they hire a new guy and then you're out. So for the first like two or three weeks, I I had that duty. And at the end of the the night, on like a Friday or Saturday night in a college town, you would see the worst of humanity. They tended to vomit more. Yeah, of course they did. But yeah. But you would have uh, you would have some women related issues. It was pretty gross in there. Hundred percent. They have a lot of. I mean, uh, you wouldn't have as much skid. The men would frequently whoa, skid the whoa, pan. Whoa, but- whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no. I get what you're saying. Um, it's but it you know, got gross in there. 
I've been, I've been alerted many times by my betrothed that women just, you know, they hover a lot of times they'll hover poor aim. Yeah. And they also, they menstruate. And a lot of times that can be messy. The menstruation in the public restroom. Mm -hmm. You know who we should ask about that? Someone who goes to the ladies room occasionally. She also comes on this show to tell us about what's happening in the world of pop culture. Occasionally, she comes on. Tells us who comes the loudest. If she knows. Apparently she doesn't. Uh, She joins us now. It's our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Doing okay? Hey, Kate. Hey. You have to talk into the mic. People can hear you. I can't hear it. I can just hear the music. Oh, I've turned down the music? Oh, here, let me turn off the music. It's hard because uh, it's hard to monitor the... You blast the song in my ear. Well, so I have to take my headphones off so that I don't go actually deaf. What it's because of the setup. It's actually not that loud in the mix coming off that That's computer fine. over I'm there. Just telling you my experience and what I how I cope with it. I my, co- my coping mechanisms. Apologize, and I hope that we can continue. We can from here, um, Kate. How <laughs> I. I does that matter, Ed? Uh, yes, Hi, Ed. Ed. It's been a while. Ed? Hey, Kate. Hi. Uh, I, think, uh, I think the Skype's a little delayed because I've got... Maybe. I've got Ed. Yeah. Just I've, a I've little behind. I've got some behind. horrible audio quality. Oh, you do? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I cannot hear shit this show. Can't you? Oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm going to complain to Skype. Um, Kate. Mm, yes. Let's do an email quickly. Okay. And then we can get into the pop culture segment. Let's do it. Fancy ballers. I've been using the phrase cuck for a while now, and it infuriates my buddy. He thinks I should really rethink what I'm saying and why I'm saying it. Well, that's just good advice in general. He's obviously cucking my cuck usage. Does, doesn't this make him a cuck? P.S. Did you hear about Tim McGraw? What a shame. Could happen to anyone, I guess. That's that's from Coach Solo. Uh, I feel I, I'm like, go ahead and use cuck. Uh, I, like, I feel like most people are using cuck ironically. Well, you've been using point. it an awful lot lately. Yes, you've I been have. using it a lot. Yes. What do you think cuck means? I'm not a fan. It's like well, it was. It used to be an insult on liberals from conservatives, right? Right. Right. Now it's the now it's. Well, just like, I feel like any. T- Yes. What yeah, any any term coined by Steve Bannon or popularized by Steve Bannon is not in my wheelhouse. But it has been flipped, right? But like it's not now. It's used. I do exclusively like the ironically. turn of it. Yeah, I like the turn of it it's too. Right, I do like the turn of it. Yeah, a term for a weak, inadequate, or effeminate man. Right. That's right. Also, a man who is desperate for acceptance, approval, and affection of women. Yes. Yes. So you've cucked yourself. Right. So if the emailer is using this word 
to try to get the acceptance, approval, and affection of women. Oh no, and he is a cop. Yeah, but that's true. And his buddy. <laughs> that's is a good right. point. That's a good point. I don't think anybody's doing that. No. I think this is a man, a male exclusive no. term. Would you Would you agree, Ed? This is This is Coach Solo. I mean, you said. Saying. Yeah, this is Coach Solo. Nah, nah, he's a man. He's he's not he's not worried about that. But I'm just kidding. I'm I saying I don't that mind people using it. It's just not it. my thing. Yeah. If you want to use it, use it. I occasionally use it. I'll to make fun of somebody on Twitter or something. I'll use it. Mm-hmm. But in the in the ironic That's a good word to use to troll people. Yeah, in the ironic sense. Only. I I just have fun out there. Kate. And also yes, Hoshola, I did notice you trolling me in that email. Oh, Tim McGraw, country legend Tim McGraw. Well, Tim McGraw, as far as we know, I think I think you're misreading. I think we're all just really concerned, right? Because Tim McGraw, as far as we know, he does not have AIDS. We've never said he has AIDS. We've only said he looks like he has AIDS. I don't think in this day and age you really look. If you have a lot of money, you don't look like you have AIDS. Well, if you go full blown. It could go full blown. There, there's some things you can't you have fully come back from. Right. It's a, You go full blown, you're going to look a little gaunt. You probably start getting some sores. All, all I want to, I want to go, I want to go on record and just say like, we're pulling for you. Too. I'm with body you too. Fat, he's got, and he's, that drives you crazy. He's got like below, he's, he's underweight. Mm-hmm. He's underweight. He could have the extra Here's what he 20, might be. I will concede I he might be a little manorexic AD. and might be overdoing the fitness. He passed out on stage. Stop like stop working out and eat, you can eat some carbs. That's okay. Yeah, some pasta. Have a cheat day. Have some pasta. Hey, you Faith, deserve it. Faith You're 50. Have a cheat day. Right. It's like you got the hair plugs. Like just you look good, buddy. You don't need to be so skinny all the time. I think he lay off the CrossFit. I, I don't know. Maybe he misread what cheat day means, and he got himself into trouble. Oh, you mean like he uh, cheated with a dirty needle or something? Yeah, yeah. Or he spent some time on a German submarine, and shit went yeah. down. Shit happens, you know. It's your long yeah. way from the closest woman, and you have needs. Also, his dad sure. was Tug McGraw. And you know how you get that name. <laughs> Back to the baseball locker room. Right, right. It's full circle. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on? And, we, and thoughts and prayers to Tim McGraw. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? A lot of stuff happening. Okay. Um, first up, Mario Lopez. Mario. Mm-hmm. Mario. AC Slater. <laughs> Ed, what did AC stand for? I have no idea. You know? Wrestling singlet Slater. Uh, okay. I don't know. No, I, I didn't watch it that much. Mario I just was Lopez, aware of the show. Um, it's of, Albert something. Of the TV program Extra. Yeah. Has that annoying jingle. Just uh, was recently baptized in the Jordan River, uh, which oh. is where John the Baptist oh, baptized no. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's just what we think, right? That's what we, because, like, that's they, what we think. They wrote it in that book. Um, he, yeah, and and he got the name John the Baptist because he baptized one person, or was he like a serial baptizer? He, oh, he good said point. he was like the he was like the right hand. He's like the right hand baptizer. I think Mario tweeted this um, or wrote it somewhere. 
He's quoted as saying, it's a beautiful day. There's a really cool Catholic priest that's going to do me the honors. There's a sermon going on right now, so I'm going to join these fine folks, and then, bam, it's on. <sighs> now, he, I know that, I know that. that ma- those are his same words when he cheated on his wife on the, at the bachelor party, right? Yeah, Allie Landry. He's, ah, they were to, they were together for years, the Doritos girl, right? The, they were together for many yep. years. And engaged for a long time, and then he went on his bachelor party in Acapulco, and he slammed a couple pros, and then came home, got married, and it either came out or his guilt weighed so heavily on him. Oh, his spiritual guilt. That he confessed <laughs> and had to be, be quickly I, divorced. I don't reckon that's very spiritual behavior. No, but um, he's maybe he's found... A new way. That was a long time ago. In a second video, Lopez is led into the river by two Catholic priests, one of whom asks him a series of questions, including, do you believe in Jesus Christ? So I'm not a religious expert or a religion expert, but I don't think that there was a a question that Jesus Christ was a historical figure. It's not like, do you believe in him? Yeah, no, he was around. But do you you believe in that he's Uh, the son of God? Well, you need to spell that out. Yeah, but he's also, he's the son of God, but he also is God. Is he God? No, but some people actually aren't sure if he's an amalgamation of of different stories. Like, he might not. Interesting. Because lots, because lots of, like I said, I'm not a religion. Lots of expert. religions have the same story. I'm definitely not a Jesus expert. Of a virgin birth. Um, AC Albert Clifford Slater is the deuteragonist of the series and token jock of the group. Um, we got some fake mm-hmm. news on the Saved by the Bell wiki because it's got, it's got AC Slater listed at five eleven. <laughs> and I've seen, I've seen that guy. Even, even in heels, he's not hitting five eleven. No, he's he's. I would put him closer to the five six area of the world. Uh, okay, interesting. AC Slater knows. Did did you have in your home country of Australia? Did you have Saved by the Bell? Did not. You did not, but you you're familiar with it from when you came to this country. Somewhat. Did you? In, I don't. I don't think I've ever watched like a full episode. In your scene stirring around um, West Hollywood in the early 2000s, did you ever have any interactions with Mario Lopez? And two, can you testify to the volume of his orgasms? Yes, I saw him up in the club. Yeah. On various occasions. Was he little? Was he taller than you? Barely. Barely. Okay, continue. And answer to question B, no. You don't know how loud he comes. Do not. Okay. Uh, okay, what else is going on, Kate? Um, this JT Miller, comedian, star of... Uh, J- recent, JT is recently pretty close. I think you Silicon mean Valley. TJ oh, Miller. TJ. Yeah. It's Todd Joseph, that stands That's for. That's what it's saying. Oh, interesting. I, I didn't know that. dyslexic. I mix things up sometimes. Yes. Um, he was arrested... Uh, at LaGuardia Airport. This is crazy. The other night. Yeah. Uh, for uh, allegedly intentionally conveying to law enforcement false information about an explosive device on a train traveling this to Connecticut. Extremely serious. So apparently he called on March 18th. T- wait. Yeah. TJ, TJ was on a train. Yeah. 
and he called in a bomb threat. Yep. About another train that he was not on, and he said, "There's a woman on this train who has a bomb in her." Well, bag. he had. It's my understanding that he had an interaction with a person. This is not, but unrelated. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay, so the train that Miller identified was then stopped at yeah. um, in Connecticut at Greens Farm Station in mm-hmm. Westport. Kate, or, yeah, Ed, are you familiar with that station? No, I'm not. Okay, continue. Um, where all the passengers were kicked off in the, you know, it was nighttime, it was cold, bomb squad members searched the area, there was like, you know, police everywhere. They took this bomb threat extremely Of course, seriously. we live in the era of terrorism. This is a major, Yeah, it major seems thing. like a, so, something you wouldn't do. Yes. Um, anyway, I, there was no bomb on the, on the train. Right. Um, the attendant on Miller's actual train stated that he appeared intoxicated upon boarding in Washington and then consumed multiple drinks on the train. Yeah, of course. And then had to be removed in New York owing to his intoxication. That's a problem. The attendant also advised that he'd been involved in hostile exchanges with a woman who was sitting in a different row from him in the first class car. Right. Um, so he appeared before a judge and was released on a $100,000 bond. The charge carries a maximum term of um, five years in prison. Um, so this is a big deal. Serious and thing. I think that he has gone off the res. So he's definitely seems like he has an alcohol problem. I'm yeah. very conflicted about him because I think he's he was so good in Silicon Valley. I think that he's definitely a genius. But, but didn't, they, have- didn't they want him off? Yes. We have, yeah, he and Alec um, Berg were not jiving. Mike right. Judge, Alec Berg, and he were not jiving at all. And they, they, after he left, many people on the show said that he would show up intoxicated or was hard to rouse to get there to wasting work. wasting people's fucking time. Yeah, and, and like, he denies that. He's, look, he's definitely a, a very talented person. Yeah. That does not excuse. Use your shithead behavior, though. His um, last HBO special, no. though, was so terrible, so unfunny. I get through it. It was so bad. Uh, but here's something, and this is this is something to take into account. T.J. Miller had like a serious brain trauma not that long ago. Where Wait, he, I bet that that's related. Does he have CTE? No, he had an AVM. I think it's called. Um, where it's like a blood vessel or something explodes in your brain. And he had to, I could be totally wrong about this, but it's something like that. It's close enough. And he had a angle of abnormal and poorly formed blood. Yeah. And he had to have brain surgery where I think they had to remove. Right. Because they can part of the brain. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not using this as an excuse, but he does tend to, behave very erratically like somebody with a brain tumor might yes and also i see that he's lost that job where he got to be the voice of the snot on those mucinex commercials mm. and that was probably a big fucking payday yeah. and now that guy jason manzoukas does it uh ed daly any thoughts on tj miller well like you said like i feel conflicted because i did love him on that show but very good. Yeah, I mean, it, does, it doesn't excuse you being a complete asshole. No, hundred yeah. percent. I totally agree. Um, we hope he's okay. That show is not the same without it him. Sounds either. like something is going on. Yeah, it's. He I, needs. It to, sounds like he needs he to needs, quit drinking. He needs some help right away. Yeah, he might be on some medication or something. Yeah, or self medicating. Yeah, yeah I follow him, him on Instagram. 
Uh, okay, what else is going on, Kate? What is happening in the world of pop culture that we need to know about? Hit us. So, Donald Jr.'s, Donald Trump Jr. Oh, he's being divorced. His wife is divorcing him. Apparently, it's come to light. She filed for divorce after her family's uh, received a major windfall. Oh, nice. Some life-changing money um, and some stock investments. Yeah. Um, it's not clear how much, but yeah. it, that source said it was life-changing. So it's... she has finally, in the face of, um, you know, affairs, plural, um, has it's said, crazy to think that m- multiple chicks would want to fuck that Donald Trump it's Jr. It's just insane to it's, me. I mean, I realize he's wealthy. They have five children. That's too many. Between three and ten years oh, that's old. That's so many She's kids. She's been pregnant, like, forever. Who has that many children? Oh, that's that's too many. Um, um, so yeah, is he a frontiersman? <laughs> <laughs> Twelve years of marriage. She is... Um, she is fighting him for custody. Yeah. He has the same. He uses the same prenup as his dad, yes. which is very cool. Uh huh. Well, it should be easy enough. It sounds like she's jumped on, jumped off of one sinking ship. Here's a quote from, her own from ship. Don Jr. to Adam Carolla on his talk show on his uh, podcast. I think. He said, uh, can you believe the hell I'm going through? I'm at the Playboy Mansion with a pregnant wife. Doesn't get any worse than that, does it? Uh, Talking about okay. a time he was at the Playboy Mansion yeah. with his pregnant wife. Wow. He's a cool dude. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. Uh, well, good luck to them. Uh, what else, Kate? Um, CBS is shitting its pants about a looming Charlie Rose oh, expose. This Charlie Rose likes to fuck. <laughs> A lot of executives looking around corners, hoping they're not named in the story. Um, CBS has been using NDAs to try to suppress potential sources for this upcoming expose about Charlie Rose's sexual misconduct. And top exec, um, network execs who worked on Rose's show are panicking that they'll be accused of turning a blind eye, which mm. I'm sure they all did. Mm-hmm. Um, but now is he, oh, he would have the assistance over and would come out nude. That was his move. Yeah. Yeah, like he had I, just and there's showered. there's probably other right? stuff, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be hard not to just see a naked 78-year-old Charlie Rose walking out of the shower and just not want to get it on. So it sounds I like get a that lot move. of people are boldly um, breaking their NDAs, um, a la Stormy Daniels, who yeah. coincidentally went on to 60 Minutes Um and violated her uh, supposed NDA, and now 60 Minutes is telling all its staff not to do the same thing. Um, yeah, smart. So we'll see what happens. Hey, it's that time. Uh, what else? Anything else this happening? This is a here? shocking story. Tell me. This is the headline. Brad Pitt spending time with rock star MIT professor. This is shocking. Okay. Um, Brad Pitt spending time with acclaimed architect, award-winning artist, and MIT professor Neri Oxman. Who is also beautiful. She's she's good looking and she's like a next level genius. Like the kind of person that yeah. it's probably What's her name? Neri N E R I Oxman. She's um she's like Israeli or something, but I just feel like there's no American Israeli architect and designer. There's no way she and I could ever have a conversation because even though we speak the same language, I would never know what she's talking about. And this Brad Pitt. 
I don't know. He's never been accused of being like super intelligent. She coined the term and pioneered the field of material ecology, yeah, which see? considers computation, fabrication, and the material itself as inseparable dimensions of see, design. I didn't understand that. <laughs> I didn't understand what he's, Kate. He seems Ed? like Floyd from True Romance. Right, exactly. Like he seems like that guy. I like that he's he so beautiful. He was going to dabble in architecture. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, be, become an architect. Yeah, he went to the University of Missouri. Fine journalism school there. So we'll see if these two end up as a couple. She is very beautiful. Very looking. Somewhat of a resemblance to Angelina in the way that she is statuesque and dark haired and striking looking. More Jewy, I would say. Is that um, rude? I to say someone I looks think Jewy? only because her hair is sounded really, a bit rude. If oh, I it did. If I take oh, I don't her mean that. curly hair away from it, her face does not look how you just in that well, way you just described. I think which I'm I think say. I think Jewy broads are attractive. Well, they That's, are. I mean, I don't mean that in a derogatory way. So I'm sorry if I hurt anybody's feeling. Nary <laughs> Oxman. Um, has anyone watched the Netflix movie Six Balloons? Is that what it's called with Abby Jacobson nope. and Dave Franco? Nope. Let me know. I really want to see that. Oh, no. just watch it. Well, I will. Oh. But I want like tweet me if any of you guys have watched it. Tell me if it's any good. Um, everybody's watching Wild Wild Country, and I've been watching part of it, and way too long, way too much detail. I'm yeah. pretty into it. Way too much. I'm pretty into it because when I, I was, was going to ask you about that when yeah. I was, I don't know. I'm going to say twelve. Yeah, back um, in Perth. We called them, they were known as the orange people, right, even they though they settled. were kind of burgundy outfits. Yeah. Um, they did settle in Perth, where I grew up, yeah. and it was a big deal. And they were on the news, and people talked about them, and Sheila was often on the news. And I, as a child, I don't know what, but I was terrified of her. I found her a terrifying figure. Yeah. And now that I'm watching this documentary, I'm having all these like feelings about how I felt about her as a kid. I'm still it's really terrified weird. of her. It's weird. It is terrifying. She, she is a evil person. I um I remember them from 60 Minutes when I was a kid, and I also read a book about germs, and there was a whole like a whole big part of the book was about the germ we warfare. We haven't got to that part in the documentary uh, but that they did, but uh, so I know enough I'm about it. Waiting for but it's documentarians, like just you're putting too much detail in there, guys. You got it. We have short attention spans. Well, you do. Everybody does. Ed, I like it. Ed, I like all is it too detail. long? Well, I watched I watched like about forty five minutes of the first episode and decided detail. that it wasn't going to be out. for me. I agree with you. It's too much. It's too much. It's too like forty five minutes in, and all we've gotten are like people like I was searching for something. Like, yeah, yes. we get it. You're an idiot. Yes. we got it. We just, got it. Just have one person relate their experience, and we'll just. We'll just extrapolate that to everyone that was there. We don't need to hear from every single person. If I'm really into something, I love all the detail. I know. That we know. Oh, that probably annoys Uh, you about So Wild Wild Country. No, it doesn't. Uh, I love that about you. I love your thirst for knowledge. Mm. And wanting to like know the truth. Yes. And getting to the bottom of things. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Anything else, Kate? No, that's it. Okay. Ed Daly, you you muscled it out. Hold on. You'll hear me in, a, in about 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, uh, we were still delightful, even though Skype was far from delightful. Are you holding tonight. down, are you holding down the mute button like Jason Stewart? Um, okay. 
Excellent job all the way around. I see I've gotten a text from you. Um, we will wrap it up now. This has been episode 215 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast for Ed Daily for Kate McManus. I'm Brian Beckner. We will see you next week. Thank you.